to then sell a book and go on Netflix is kind of going against what you're saying you mm. want. Um, but yeah, I just have no nobody. Idea. He didn't call you, or no, none of his none, heard, nobody no. contacted you to say you're in the book. No. The first unit was a friend WhatsApping you. Yeah. To say, well, this is you. Yeah. I suspected he was referring to my recent loss of virginity. Inglorious episode with an older woman. She liked horses quite a lot and treated me not unlike a young stallion. Quick ride, after which she'd smacked my rump and sent me off to graze. Among the many things about it that were wrong, it happened in a grassy field behind a busy pub. What did you, what did you feel when you, you heard this? I don't really know. I can see the humour side of the horse, cos obviously... You were a you know, groom at the time yeah, of Highgrove. Yeah, I was a groom. Well, not at the time, um, but... I, I was a groom. Mm. Um, I'd left Highgrove by the time this had happened. Right. But, yeah, I just... I don't know, I could see the funny side to it. You know, we were two friends. And mm. for me, I still see him as Harry. I still mm. see him as a friend that I used to hang out with down the pub, um, you know, go and watch the polo with. Mm. And, yeah, it was just... We're seeing pictures of you, of you both there with some other friends clowning around and stuff. I mean, I suppose that, that my response to it when I first heard about this was... I thought it was breathtaking, I've got to be honest, breathtakingly hypocritical of someone who goes on and on about privacy to then reveal such a private thing, but not just about himself, but to inevitably spark the trail of interest that would lead to your door without even having the good grace to let you know he was doing it. Yeah, I mean, if, if you want to live a private life and you want to get out of the, the limelight and leave the royal family or whatever to live your life as you want to live it, um, to then sell a book and go on Netflix is kind of going against what you're saying you mm. want. Um, but yeah, I just have. No nobody, idea. he didn't call you or no, none of his. None, heard, nobody no. contacted you to say you're in the book? No. The first unit was a friend WhatsApping you yep. to say, well, this is you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were you like, oh my God? I was, yeah, well, I think I probably used a little bit stronger language. <laughs> um, I almost fell off my sofa, but yeah, it was just. You know, and then obviously all the jokes come in about, oh, young stallion and the older lady and... I mean, some um, of the language he used there I thought was actually quite disrespectful. It was yeah. kind of like, it was all wrong. You were an older woman treating him like a stallion. It was all... Yeah, I, mean, I think it's just the way that it's written. You know, the thing wrong about it, we were two friends. It should never have happened. We crossed the line. It was never intentional. There was nothing before, nothing after. Um, I mean, inglorious. It's not really that glorious sleeping with someone in a field behind a pub when you're I drunk. I don't know. Mm, you know. Have your moments? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Would you agree it was inglorious then? Or? Um, you know, there is nothing glorious about being drunk and then copping off with one of your mates in a field. <laughs> I don't know, actually, Sasha. No. I did that loads of times when I was oh. young. Always felt pretty glorious in the moment. It was the next morning was the problem. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> what we all felt. What happened? Who makes the move? Um, he made the move. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't even really know why or what happened. We were just on a cigarette and then, if we know it, it was all happening. What was happening? Um, well, he just started kissing me and then, before you know it, it was all going on. You start kissing. Are you thinking yeah. this is weird? Because you've been really good friends. He is Prince um, Harry. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see him as Prince Harry. I see him as Harry as a friend. And I think that's, like, quite a big difference. Um, and we were quite drunk. Mm. So you just well, get lost in the moment. You would be after a load of flaming yeah, sambukas yeah. and baileys, yeah. Yeah, and then you get lost in the moment, and then before you know it, it's... Yeah, and then you wake up and... Well, we've actually got lost in the middle of the field. <laughs> yeah, well, you get up and then this reality kicks in. And well, hang like... on, we're, we're moving a bit too fast here. So you go from smoking out the back of the pub to a field nearby. Yeah. yeah. Any, any particular reason or just...? 
Um, just to get out of the way of people, I think. Presumably his security guys were there, right? Yeah, yeah, they were, they were at were the they? front. They were just in the car park. Do you want to give um, them the slip? Well, I think we had gone over the fence to have a cigarette away from everyone because he wasn't really meant to be smoking. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we just hopped over the fence. It seemed like a good idea at the time. And the next thing, I mean, did you know as you were in flagrante in the field mm -hmm. that he was actually a virgin? No, I didn't. No, I don't know why, but I didn't even think about it because it's never been on my mind before. When did you find out? I mean, was um, it actually was it only really confirmed by the book? No, well, I suppose so, hundred percent. But I, yeah, you kind of people talk, and then the next day it was apparent that yeah, it was his first. You were the chosen um, one. I was indeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does it feel weird talking about this? It does because it's just something that happened so long ago, and to me, it's not a big deal. I just, yeah. It's one of those things. It's quite just, a big deal. It is in the eyes of people, yeah, I suppose. But um, like I say, I'd just seen him as a friend. And if anything, it's just you've mm. overstepped that line with a friend. There a would have more. been a lot of people, Sasha, in your position, because mm. you weren't from a wealthy family, no. right? You've never had huge riches or anything. No. Um, a lot of people might have been tempted to have cashed in yeah. on their night of lust with Prince Harry. You never yeah. did. Why? Because he was a friend. Mm. He was a friend. I didn't see it like that. And you kind of feel protective, um, not because of who he is, but I'm like that with all my friends. Um, but yeah, I just, just never occurred to never me. Never crossed to your mind. No, not really. But that's a decency that's quite rare, yeah. actually, these days. Yeah, well, you just some things are just better left unsaid. I mean, there's an irony, isn't there? There's you being decent and wanting to protect him and yeah. his privacy. Yeah. And yet, it's only come out because he actually did the complete opposite in the book. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's um, you go back to the same thing of you know if you if you want privacy, don't write about it, mm. don't speak about it. Um, but I don't know why he put it in his book. Is he it hypocritical? Do you think? A little bit, yeah. Mm. If I'm honest, you know, it's something that he could have. If he just put oh, I'll, you know, about me losing my virginity and left it at that, it would have been fine because no one would have been none the wiser. It's the fact that, that he added mm. more to that story that everyone was like, ha ha, that's you. Right. Um, and then it puts you in that position. So. And it must be, I mean, it's a range of emotions, but one of them, it must be quite intimidating to be on the receiving end of suddenly knowing you're in this book, which is one of the biggest selling books in history. Yeah. And everyone's reading it, and the media are getting more and more excited about who this person is. And you know it's you. Yeah. So the clock is ticking to that knock on the door. It is, yeah. And it's like, it's one of those, at first you're in denial. You're like, no, I don't, you know, it's going to be fine. It'll pass over. And like I say, the messages start coming in. Everyone's starting talking about it, which then pretty much doubles, if not triples, the people that know, because then everyone's like, oh, I know who that was. And, if, you know, people are asking, you know, family and friends, oh, yeah, we know who it is. And then suddenly it's just the reality of this isn't going to go away forever. This is going to flare up. Until they know who it is, they're going to be questioning people. And, yes, I could not have said anything, but then it's never going to stop. This is a Do you think he should have end. had the, 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 the manners, honestly, to just have let you know it was going to be? He could have given me a heads up of, like, you know, mm. I'm going to put it in the book. Um, even if he didn't ask if it was OK, just at least give me an option of what to do about it. It's hard to keep up with Sam Smith's identities, but last night's Grammys, uh, they, as Smith now prefers to be called, identified as Satan. The performance riled many viewers, especially amongst the American uh, Christian fraternity, which are 210 million in America. Senator Ted Cruz said it was evil. Well, one of the scariest moments for me wasn't Sam Smith as the devil. It came with Madonna's general appearance. She seemed not to have got the memo that Halloween's in October. 
But are they, Sam Smith, pushing artistic boundaries or just pushing the limits of good taste? Shocking for the sake of it, outraging, because why not? It sells records. Well, joining me now to debate all this, it's Master Rowan, who performs as Tripping Jupiter, and the YouTuber and commentator Lauren Chen. So, Lauren Chen, let's start with you. I mean, it's caused outrage, this Sam Smith performance last night. He'll be quite pleased about that, because quite clearly, a bit like Madonna, his heroine, part of his shtick is deliberately creating outrage because it fuels interest and headlines and sells records. No, you're absolutely right, and people have said that this is a controversial move by Sam Smith. This is not at all controversial within Hollywood, and I want to be clear that Sam Smith did this specifically to upset the American right and Christians everywhere and to virtue signal to his fellow Hollywood members and elitists that, don't worry, he's on your team. He hates all of the things that he's supposed to hate. If he actually wanted to be controversial in Hollywood, what he would do is actually come out in favor of traditional values, because we know that would never happen in a million years, or he would, heaven forbid, actually do something that's critical of maybe Islam. That would genuinely be controversy, but of course, because that wouldn't be popular among leftist elitists, he's not going to do that. This is actually, in a lot of ways, the safest thing that Sam Smith could have done. Yeah, I mean, uh, now, Tripping Jupiter, do I call you Tripping Jupiter or Manster? Which one would you prefer? You could call me Manster. Manster, thank you for being on the programme. Um, this reminds me a bit of the Met, the Met Gala in New York when they all suddenly wore crucifixes one year. And as a Catholic, I read a column saying, you know what? You wouldn't be doing this to the Islam uh, religion. Why would you just do it to Catholicism and to Christianity? And that reminded me again exactly what uh, Lauren said about last night. Yeah, you can dress up as Satan and prance about having a bit of devil worshipping just to deliberately outrage 63% of Americans who are Christians. But given he wouldn't do that with other religions which are likely to lead to more serious repercussions for him, I thought it was a bit cowardly, if I'm honest. I mean, I don't think there's anything cowardly about Sam Smith. And, you know, if Lauren's suggesting that they are doing this just for publicity as far as, like, their identity goes, I mean, people struggle their entire lives with identity and the fact that they can come to a place where they feel secure enough to let it out in the public is a, an amazing thing and a beautiful thing and a really important thing as far as the... The, the, the red glitter hat with the devil horns, and I'm sorry, Ted Cruz, if anyone looks at Sam Smith and thinks the word evil, I think that they might frighten a little too easily. As far as, as, far as the Catholic Church goes, I mean, um, I can't think of a better, uh, you know, religion to criticize or to tweak, or because, I mean, I mean there's like decades and decades of, of child sexual abuse that got covered up. So they don't really have a right to stand out and be outraged when they... No, no but there are also decades... There are decades and decades of Islamic fundamentalist terrorism. And the point that Lauren was making, I think, rather powerfully, was that you wouldn't get Sam Smith mocking Islam in a performance... Yeah, but we're here to the talk Grammys, about Because, again, I mean, you wouldn't say it's cowardly. I'd say that is an example of kind of cowardice because we all know he wouldn't do that. And what he did last night, I'd say the he, I think he called they. They, what they did last night uh, was a deliberate act of provocation to a group of people who represent nearly two-thirds of America. And I, I'm, I find that an interesting strategic decision. You know, this is, a, this is somebody who wants to sell records in America. You know, it's a, it's a risky strategy to take on that number of Christians and mock their religion in that way.
Well, I don't think anybody's religion was mocked at all. And this album by Sam Smith is, it's phenomenal. Um, it's got really positive messaging to it. But like, if you're gonna talk about artists pushing boundaries, this is what great artists do. You go back to David Bowie. He was attacked and vilified when he burst onto the scene. Lady Gaga, over a dozen years ago or more coming out, same thing. You could go back to, I mean, so are you gonna tell me you don't like David Bowie? You don't like Lady Gaga because people were unhappy? And the interesting thing is with these icons, go back to Katherine Hepburn, right? When she was doing movies, she wore pants and people freaked out. The detractors who push against people who push gender boundaries, nobody remembers their names years well, I think later. The problem, we know I'll come Hepburn. back to Lauren, but the problem I have with Sam Smith is that they can't seem to work out what they are. So we went through a period where he was identifying apparently as a straight man, then he came out as gay and everyone was applauded, and then within, I think, 18 months, uh, he decided he wasn't a gay man anymore, he was going to be non-binary, gender-fluid, and wanted to be called they. It's quite hard to keep up, Lauren Chen, not to be disrespectful to they, but it is hard to keep up with Sam Smith because every 18 months or so, he seems to, like a chameleon, flip into something, some other new identity. So, and then we have to respect that, those titles that they now want. Well, one of the standout moments for me at the Grammy Awards, uh, well, not the actual awards themselves, uh, but this, Madonna looking like she got the wrong date for Halloween. Well, now she's taken to Instagram to say many people chose only to talk about close-up photos of me. God forbid that anyone would photograph Madonna taken with a long-lens camera by a press photographer that would distort anyone's face. Once again, I'm caught in the glare of ageism and misogyny that permeates the world we live in, a world that refuses to celebrate women past the age of 45. Well, here to discuss this podcast from comedian James Barr, talked to be contributor Esther Krakow, associate editor of The Daily Mirror, Kevin McGuire. So, Kevin, I woke up this morning to Madonna because I, I had past comment of a critical nature about Madonna, <laughs> and she tweeted, the world is threatened by my power and my stamina, my intelligence and my will to survive, but they will never break me. This is all the test. And there was a very filtered picture of herself, yeah. which had clearly been through the filtering minister. So here's my thing about Madonna, Kevin. I think she is an absolute joke now. And I say that as somebody who was a massive fan. I literally went to see her on the holiday tour, one of the greatest pop stars at her peak I've ever seen. She has become an embarrassing shambles, quite deliberately. And I, when I saw these pictures, I just, I once again thought, my God, what she, A, what she'd done to herself, but B, the constant attention sinking. She was making horrible sexual signs with Sam Smith. They, she was doing all sorts of stuff as normal, you know, the normal attention seeking. And it just does, the act doesn't play when you're in your mid-60s. Would you have been outraged if Mick Jagger was doing that? I have in the same way? I mean, he doesn't do what she does. Yeah, but it's, come on, she is a victim of ageism and misogyny, but at the same time... She's, she's a always, victim of her own narcissism. She's, she's always out there trying to get noticed. And if you go out there and try and get noticed, you're going to get jeers as well as right, cheers. James Bond, you're a self-confessed Madonna superfan. Yes. <laughs> is, she, is she a victim of ageism yeah. and misogyny? Absolutely. And the fact that we're sat here, two men sat here, discuss, three men, discussing misogyny is misogynistic. Why? So Kevin is... Well, men can't because discuss women. You don't get an opinion on whether Madonna is telling her truth or not. That's that, her what, truth. What is her truth? Truth. That people are being misogynistic hang towards on, her on. and that a woman over right, 45 just... is not allowed or permitted to be sexy Sorry, there is... in the eyes James, of people like you. There is, only, there is only the truth. There's not 
people's versions of it. We're not on the Meghan and Harry podcast, right? <laughs> so you can't just say her truth. No, there are facts. The fact is she's done stuff to her face surgically, which means when she goes out now, we all shriek in horror. I think right? it's quite rude to say that you shriek in horror. I literally did. And... It was like a Halloween costume. <laughs> But ultimately, Piers, like you've met Madonna, you you called her rude when you she met was her. incredibly rude every time I met her. But I don't hold that against her. She well, it sounds be... like you do. No, actually, no, no, just let me wrong. Women no, no. are allowed to be they're like... allowed to be rude little madams, and she is right. No problem at all. No, women I'm... are allowed to not like you, Piers. Absolutely and that fine. That doesn't give you permission not to a then attack them. James, millions of people. Not a problem at all. She can hate my guts. It doesn't mean I can't pass comment on her without being called immediately misogynist. But is anyone discussing how you look? And would all you the be time. okay with that? Literally, I get fat shamed all the time, even though, as you can see, I'm basically emaciated, right? <laughs> so, so, and this is the new regime, by the way. It's the new year, new me, and it's all just falling off. Right, so, yeah. um, sure. But I, you know why? Because I got fat shamed. I actually think it's good. And Madonna needs to listen to proper friends who say to her, what the hell are you doing to your face, love? Right? Yeah. Look at that. It's like the, the bride of Wilderstein. It's, it's not misogyny to notice that she looks crazy. I'm a huge Madonna well, fan. Well, it's wrong like, to say that she looks crazy. But she does look crazy. If well, this was my friend, fair. I would she be looks, like, ma'am, you, look, terrible. you look like a loaf of Warburton's. Like, if she was my friend, seriously. I think the issue here is she is too rich to be looking this crazy. I have no problem with cosmetic surgery. There are loads of celebrities that have had it done. The aim is not to look crazy. I'm a huge fan of her, and I just think she's too... Established, she's too much of an icon to do this to but herself. And then blame it on misogyny. It's what not misogynistic to notice. Is that she's telling you why, perhaps in your opinion, she looks the way she looks? Which and is she's crazy. been a victim. It's not crazy. She's not That's a mental health condition. Joe, even you don't think she's a victim. I do think of she's what? a victim. Of misogyny, of ageism, of people like you saying she's she not literally... sexy and that she's not permitted to be sexy in her sixties. I didn't well, say she, she wasn't sexy. I just said that when someone is that desperate, I mean, she releases yeah. picture after picture yeah. of herself. Naked, lying under beds, you know, yeah. all sorts of kissing toy boys. It's all attention seeking narcissism. Fine. Yeah. What you can't do is look at this picture here. Now, the idea, <laughs> the idea I can't criticize that picture and say that is desperate <laughs> for a woman in the 60s. I mean, I and without that's... you saying you're being ageist and misogynist, <laughs> no, I'm not, James Barr. Look at her, she's hot. Yeah. That's a hot piece that's... of. I mean, that looks like a dead cockroach. No, it's it, 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 it Imagine if that was your great grandmother, which, by the way, she's old enough to be. It's it looks honestly like a. It looks like, like, like a crime scene, doesn't it? it? That's what it does. Yeah, it looks like a. I don't know if your grandparents are still alive. Are uh, no, sadly, my nan is not right, here well, anymore. But imagine if she was and that was her. And she released that picture. I would love that. Really? Yeah, I've got friends whose grandmas are on OnlyFans. Like, get out there. I'd have to have a quiet word, right? I think you'd probably be feeling a little uncomfortable, but mainly because you might be finding it attractive. Here's my point. I don't think you can behave the way Madonna behaves and not expect criticism. Yeah. To then play the victim when you deliberately provoke people, I think is absurd. It would be like me playing the victim when I give it out large with my opinions and then say, and someone says to me, oh, stop being so disgusting, Mitch. Oh, my God, I'm a victim. 